Beyonce thinks I'm a gold digger, but the ring was $150. I was beyond furious, and then I found out his real secret. Wedding rings are made up anyway. My fiance is quite well off, and while I don't make as much as him, I currently would not be struggling on my own. He rotates between a few very expensive watches that he wears, and while we have a good grasp on financial literacy, we aren't shy about spending on the more important parts of life. Like what? Fancy dinners, good champagne, the sex dungeon downstairs. Oh God. We openly share finances, so I know he isn't secretly in debt or some kind of nonsense like that. The ring is nice and understated, but more of a nice stacker than an engagement ring to show off. The stone, which I am doubtful of being a diamond, is quite small. It is not an heirloom. When friends or family get engaged, there's always the excitement in sharing the news and inevitably someone will ask to see the ring and then everyone coos over it and it's a good time. <laughs> when I showed mine, the mood got very awkward. Oh man. And they feigned excitement just long enough until oh. it was okay to change the subject. Wow. wow. That ring pop looks really tasty. <laughs> this is not a knock on them. They are just terrible liars. I would like to make clear that I am not expecting a three month salary ring or an over the top wedding. However, this is a piece I will be wearing daily for decades and is largely considered a symbol of love. I know not all feel this way, but we do, or at least I thought we did. But I really don't think I'm out of line for thinking of it as a long-term investment piece given the amount of wear it will eventually see and the sentimentality behind it. I mean, so how much does she want him to spend? That's a good question. I mean, between 150 and three months salary. <laughs> I don't know, like 150 bucks for an engagement ring if you're making over 100K Dude. is like kind of like yeah. not a look. You need you to know? up your game a little bit, my guy. Surely it's worth more than a gaming console. <laughs> Right? Half a gaming console, bro. Am I the a-hole here? We will be talking about this for sure, but I know this can be a touchy subject and wanted an objective eye on it first. I will update this post after that conversation. Sam, we have an update from the conversation, okay. but real quick question to you and everyone watching is, OP's fiance, the a-hole right now. I think I know your answer, but. I mean, I think a little bit, $150 for an engagement ring when you're making like good money yeah. seems, like I understand it's like, oh, I don't believe in engagement rings or I don't believe in marriage. Like if you have that opinion, fine, but it seems like they both like subscribe to this. This is supposed to represent your love hey. forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> forever, bro. Like, come on. All right, let's hear the update. Update. He came home and we were settling down around dinner and I started the conversation with, honey, I'd like to talk about the ring. She's doing it so gently. And before I could finish, he just blew up started yelling effing finally and how i'd ruined everything by waiting so long i'm confused to be brief he bought a ring from a jeweler who got bad reviews so that way when i got upset over it he could dump me under the guise that i was a gold digger oh wow that God. is whack bro that is whack he has apparently been having an affair turns out covid had shortened his work hours not extended it with a a younger model that he's earned but knew that breaking things off when everyone loved me so much would hurt his optics so he had to make it my 
fault. Dude, the optics are not looking good now, my guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, you... And also, why would you tell her all this if you're trying <laughs> to save your optics? Right? It kind of is going against what you were trying to do, my guy. This guy is like evil and a fucking idiot. Like, oh, oh my, my God. God. He knew that leaving this pariahship would gain him sympathy and there was a lot of rhetoric that clearly wasn't his own words but something he was just parroting from what i highly suspect is from a too influential work friend that i've had disagreements with in the past what is this guy working with andrew tate i'm calling a meeting about how women should never work in the workplace because they're idiots bro andrew tate yeah no, no, no. I, I think that was a john quote right oh whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> these changes i had attributed to work stress are now glaringly obvious to me as symptoms of something more malicious under the surface and I feel really ashamed I didn't see things more clearly earlier or wasn't somehow able to head things off before they got this far. I mean, you know, it's like, I wouldn't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, like, how you know, At least you know now. At least you know before you're engaged. I won't be sticking around to dig any deeper, but I know that my now ex-fiance would not have done and said the things he did without being pushed from bad influences behind the scenes. This doesn't mean I forgive him. I think he is incredibly weak and feeble-minded for letting this happen to us, but I also doubt I will be contacting many of our mutual friends as the dust settles. I left in the middle of his tirade around the 15-minute mark and I'm staying at my mother's. I haven't cried yet and I think I'm still waiting for it all to suddenly make sense, but I know logically it might not ever. On the plus side, if there is one, it's that I don't have to wear that effing hideous ring anymore. Oh, that is a plus. That is a that plus. Is a plus. That is a I plus. No more but ring pops. Holy moly. I'm like, I'm glad we have some resolution because this was sus from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, OP dodging a major bullet at the end of the day. It's a terrible thing to go through, but glad it happened now yes. rather than when you have kids. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of kids, you, you, you know who I view as our, our precious, beautiful children of this big oh. family? I mean, our public subscribers, <laughs> and we want to know, I mean, we've asked this question a little bit before, but how much are you spending on engagement rings? Yes. Um, drop the number. We've yeah, drop the number <laughs> right now. And also, what would you think if your betrothed gave you a $150 engagement ring like wh where is your mind going to i want to know that immediately i inherited 7.5 million dollars and my brother is getting nothing i should share it with him but i won't am i the a-hole people stay wealthy by not sharing look at steve jobs dead done my 31 male american great uncle passed away recently he was in his mid 90s and he had not been well for a while his last few years were miserable after his much younger, around 20 years younger, wife died of cancer. That's rough. I was always really close with my great uncle and I treated him as a grandfather of sorts. And he often told me how much I meant to him. I visited him a few times a month when I lived nearby and called every week when I didn't. My brother, 33 male, on the other hand, was not close to him, despite him trying to maintain a relationship with him, mostly because my great uncle was a really difficult person and because he had a very short short list of people he liked. He married for the first time at 75. Wow. Whoa. He had no kids. So essentially, my brother and I were the closest he had to grandkids. Also, he was extremely frugal in his life and a smart and or lucky investor. So after his death, we discovered that he had around 7.5 million
million dollars USD in assets. Oh, oh, man's rich. He's rich, and it gets better. It was almost all liquid, no property or anything, which is crazy. But I digress. Of this, he decided to leave me thirty nine percent, which is just under three million. 2.9 million, basically. And my brother, 9%, 675,000. Damn, what did the brother do? (laughs) Obviously, it's a huge amount of money. And that alone, I've been trying to process as his attorney wraps up his estate and prepares to distribute his assets. My parents think that I should give my brother half of my share. So that way we would be equal, which I have considered. But even my brother is not asking me to do it. I've been going back and forth on this. And although the last thing I'd want is to create tension with me and my brother. His 9% share is still a lot of money. I mean, $675,000. Recently, he told me he was thinking about buying a house. I suggested that I could pay the down payment from my share and then own a piece of the house, which would be a way of sorts to help make it more even. That's a good idea. That is a good idea. To be honest, I wish my great uncle would have just given us equal shares to begin with, but he didn't. And just giving away money is not an easy decision. Well, I mean, if you wish your uncle did that, you have it in your power to make that wish come true. I guess OP's saying like now that he actually has it, it's kind of like, well, dang, it's kind of a lot of money yeah. to give away. So yeah. like versus like having the decision just like made, for, made him. for you. It's probably it sounds like he's struggling, but it feels like like we read a story like this before where it was like a, like an evil, like curmudgeon uncle, yeah. like leaving money to the kids <laughs> and left it in a way so it would just implode the family. This almost seems like a similar situation Mm. where this curmudgeon uncle is like, you know, let me just twist the knife one last time after I die. But okay, so I guess the question is like, Opie truly hasn't made a decision. So everyone watching say I'm like, what what should he do? What would you feel like least bad about? This is going to sound weird, but would you feel less bad about not giving your brother the money or less bad about losing a significant portion of your money? I'm kind of leaning towards split in half yeah. just because. But it's so easy to say that in the, I, in the chairs the we are in right oh, now. Yeah. It's, it's the like, thrones. Oh, oh, shit. It's like, I mean, it's easy for us to say in these chairs are like, oh, yes, I would be the most generous man on oh, earth. Yes. Of course I would give my sibling half. And I think I would. I would for 100% would. Yeah. But, you know, like <laughs> I so think, good. you know, when when the the pedal meets the metal, like, what are you actually going to do? Yeah, I, t- I, t- I don't know. I, I I think in this chair, I, I'm saying like right now, I'd be like, I would give half to my sister. What I should do. Yeah. But. Would I? Oh, and you know what? Actually, now putting it in context, I was just thinking of like a metaphorical brother. Now that I think about it, my actual sister, that makes me want to do it. What would you do? Put your answers in the comments for either your real brother or sibling or your metaphorical brother or sibling. Mm-hmm. Also, what is the most interesting thing that you have inherited? Mm-hmm. Really quick on mine. I inherited my grandpa's old bow ties and his cane. And That's great. I think I like a... Like a uh, army thing from like World War Two or one. Nice army helmet. My uh, most interesting thing I inherited was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what have you inherited? Put your answers in the comments below. I told my sister she couldn't sit on the porch swing because she is too fat. Am I the a-hole? There's this thing called tact. OP doesn't have it. 35 female and my sister-in-law is 46 female. I have three children, the oldest being 16 male. For my birthday last week, my son went out and bought me this swinging hammock chair that I had been wanting for two years and it cost him quite a bit of his saved money, which I fully intend to put back into his bank account so he can continue saving. He was so excited to see me open the gift and couldn't wait to help me set it up. Sounds like an excellent son. Yeah, for real. I told him he shouldn't have that it was a lot of money and his response was, you never get anything nice. I wanted you to have it. Which is kind of funny. You like We always give you presents. Yeah, so. yeah, you always get garbage. Garbage. And it was true. I usually don't get anything for my birthday or Christmases outside of Tupperware or soaps. Wow, containers again. Thanks. You shouldn't have. <laughs> so it might sound stupid, but I have cherished this swing ever since he got it for me, especially where I finally have something nice that's mine. Oh, he needs like I love oh. better friends or family. Yeah. My sister-in-law comes over once a week to see all of us, and she immediately headed straight for my swing, which my son hooked on our deck. I told her, please don't sit on it. And she said, is there a weight limit? So I told her, yes, 250 pounds. And I even showed her the box to confirm. She was not upset about this. She just said, that's a bummer. They need to make something capable of holding us big girls. I simply agreed with her and went on about my business. At this point, my husband shows up from work. When I went inside to grab us some drinks, her and my husband are talking on the porch. And not even five minutes later, I hear a loud crash. And my husband says, are you all right? I go out and sure enough, she had sit in my swing and the crochet netting around the hook snapped on one side, causing her to fall right on her fat ass. <laughs> she is sitting there laughing, gets up and says, oh. I guess I need to learn to listen. So I lost it. As I said above, I literally never get anything nice. Never. Opie's husband really needs to put in yeah, some work. Step your game up, step bro. Your, get your wife some good presents, God. dude. No containers allowed. This is the one thing that I had that was mine, and it didn't even take someone a freaking week before they ruined it for me. So I said, I literally f***ing told you not even 20 minutes ago that it would not hold you and to please not f***ing sit in it. She's pissed. She makes some comment about, usually the weight limit is a lie, and I thought it would hold. So I said, the weight limit is, <laughs> the weight limit probably would have held if you were only 50 pounds heavier, not 150 pounds. Oh. She's 420-ish pounds because she is one of those girls who eat food on camera for money and she absolutely loves her weight. But regardless, instead of apologizing, I also, I love Gen Z jobs. <laughs> Oh, what do you do for a living? Yeah, I eat food on camera. But regardless, instead of apologizing or offering to compensate me for my destroyed item, she has resorted to saying I'm a bag for making her feel like she has a weight problem and my husband is on her side. It's a effing swing. Am I the a-hole? 420 pounds. Here's the thing. One, she told her not to sit told on it, her right? Not to do it. And the thing I don't think that the husband or her sister understand is the sentimental value. Yeah. Like the value of 
her son. I don't think the husband realized how underappreciated the wife is. That is, yes, that needs, needs to be said. Underappreciated. All she's getting is soap and Tupperware. Yeah, uh, honey, <laughs> here's some soap so you can clean more. <laughs> Bro, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. My sister will like lay on my dog sometimes. Yeah. You know, and like yeah. cuddle with it. I'm not going to let a 400 pound person lay on my dog. You're going to kill my dog. Right. <laughs> there's just like sometimes there's weight limits of things yeah. that you need to respect. Yeah. Do yeah. not kill my dog. Yes. But that brings me to my question. Yes. For the audience. Yes. Is OP the a-hole? Is the husband an a-hole? Is the sister the a-hole? Let us know in the comments below. And also, I would love to hear your stories on great gifts and terrible gifts. Oh. What is the best gift you've ever gotten? What is the worst gift you've ever gotten? I got my other ex-girlfriend. She was like really into like like making shakes and had a blender. Got her a Vitamix. Broke Ooh. up with me two weeks later. Got what Kept you needed. Kept the Vitamix. <laughs> Kept the f***ing Vitamix. You should have been like, I need that Vitamix back. I did. She did not give it back. Oh, rough. <laughs> Bad taste for me to ask it back, honestly, though. No, if, 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 I, if I was there, I would have helped you break in and, and I was, steal it. I was pissed. Let's I was pissed. get it back. That was all my money in college. That was all my money. Yeah. How much was it? It was like 600 bucks. Oh. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. For a blender. For a f***ing blend. It was, a, it, was, it was top of the line. You though. are a top tier gifter, my boy. My girlfriend tried to unalive me as a prank twice. Am I the asshole for breaking up with her? My girlfriend, 20 female, is completely crazy, but mostly in a good way. You sure about that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she's trying to kill you. Uh, not a good luck. Spontaneous is an understatement. Sometimes she goes too far, but I love her for a crazy, quirky personality. I hate it already. I, 18 male, am more relaxed and we balance each other out. Two recent incidents. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really freaked me out though, and I need advice. Go ahead, OP. OP, this is not off to a strong start. <laughs> I was driving on a highway with a lot of traffic. We're going maybe 40 miles an hour. She suddenly started tickling me and wouldn't stop when I yelled at her. I jammed on the brake, and someone almost hit us from behind. I asked her, What the f is wrong with her? But she just laughed about it and told me to chill, Daddy. Daddy, chill. What would make you want to do that? And she said, I don't know. I just felt like like it. She's so quirky and crazy. Blood boiling. Then last Sunday, I was hiking with her and I was standing near this steep cliff. I'm usually wary of her because, you know, you never know what's going on with her. And it's usually just a prank. With If you have to worry about standing next to a cliff because you think your girlfriend might push you off, that's a red flag. Excuse me. I let my guard down and she went behind me and pushed me towards the cliff and I swear I almost fell off. She did it hard and I ended up right Right at the edge. She was laughing so hard. I freaked out and started screaming at her. And I may have been out of line, but holy 
She laughed about it at first, but then started crying and saying she was so sorry. The next day, she started texting me saying that she didn't mean any harm and that she just didn't know that I would get so mad at her for doing that. And there is an update, but OP, you cannot be that desperate. Yeah, seriously. Oh, you, you deserve better. There is more to this story. Okay. I'm kind of lonely and I really love her, but this really made me think of the situation because I feel like she's legit crazy, not just fun and crazy. And also, I just remember that she told me a story when we first met about how she tricked an allergic friend into eating some nuts and how funny it was. I guess I shouldn't have written this off. And there's more of an update. So I've been thinking a lot and I decided I'm ending my relationship with her. When people brought up the sadism aspect, it sort of clicked. So like sadistic is like when you enjoy pain in others, yeah, which is not a vibe for a relationship. Terrible. I remember earlier this year, her dad got a job at a front desk at this apartment complex. There were a lot of older people living there and right near the entrance of the building, there was an elevator which only went up. Then there was a main elevator which was kind of far down a long hallway. She had to call that first elevator down after the person was approved to go into the building. One time, me and her were smoking and just chilling about stuff and she was laughing about how she could sometimes disable the up elevator and pretend it was out of order and then she'd watch these older handicapped people walk down this long hallway to get to the main elevator. No. She's just cackling on making old people have heart attacks. She got fired pretty quickly because she activated the fire alarm when there was no fire. When they asked her what happened, she pretended that the computer was glitching and she couldn't stop it, but they believe she did it on purpose, so they fired her. I'm sure some people could have been injured during the chaos. I guess the alarm must have disabled the elevator, so everyone had to grab their stuff and run down the stairs as quickly as possible. I can imagine all these elderly people going down so many flights of stairs. I don't think anyone was injured, but they did fire her and maybe are still investigating. I don't know if it could help, but I'm going to call that place and tell them what she told me and how she admitted to pulling the alarm on purpose. That will help my conscience a lot. Like I said, I feel terrible about ignoring stuff. I want to break up with her, but I don't know how she's going to react and I want to be safe. True. If she'll push you off a cliff while you're dating for a prank, then imagine what she would do if she really wants to get back at you. For example, she has keys to my house and I'm living with other people, including kids. So I want to change the locks and make sure we're not tied together in any other way before I do an official breakup. I could use any advice on the best way to do a breakup in this situation because I'm kind of worried. Once again, thanks so much for all your advice last time and have a good day. Also, there's a short update. Well, it's over. I officially broke up with her, but there's nothing else. Wow. This lady is insane. This lady's insane. Also, when you read 18 mail, that's kind of when I was like, okay. Makes sense. I, I could see Yo, where. If this was like my first relationship, I feel like I would have made a lot of excuses. Because you don't, you don't know. When you're going into a first relationship, like you don't know what's normal. Yeah, but this girl sounds absolutely bonkers. He has to break up with her. The only question, which I think is fair to ask, is how does he do this safely for himself? I think you got to move countries, OP. I think you, you send a letter in pig's blood and then move to Australia. And with that, we'll go into the next story. Let's get it. I just took a giant dump in the parking lot and now I'm in trouble. Am I the a-hole? 
You know what, Sam? There's all these movements. There's there's free the nipple. But how about the bowel movements? How? What about the bowel movements? Okay. Let me set the scene. I'm on my way to an event on a sunny Sunday morning, driving to the train station to catch a train. The station is in a pretty divey area near me. I pull up, park, and just as I get out of my car, I feel a familiar pain in my my lower stomach. It's the pain of a giant. Well, this can only mean one thing. My IBS is flaring up. Oh, crap. I think to myself. Nice. Oh, well, I'll use the toilets at the train station. So I power waddle to the station, clenching my butt cheeks with a force that could crush several Coke cans. I get to the station to find that all of the toilets are locked on Sundays. Yikes. Oh, shit. Now I'm really in trouble. I panic and run back to the car in the hopes of finding a bush or well-hidden area. I frantically scan the almost empty parking lot, but alas, to no avail. In a moment of sheer desperation, as I can feel myself about to have an accident, I figured the best option in this deserted car part would be to squat in between my car and the car next to me. That was the most privacy I was going to get. Yeah, and what you could do is you could open up both car doors to give yourself like a little... Yeah, like, a little hut. A little hut. Yeah, yeah a little uh, just a door porta potty. It's not like I've done this before. I checked the car to see if anyone was inside. Thankfully, it was empty. A quick scan of the car park assured me that I was definitely alone. So I pulled down my pants and braced myself in between two cars and squatted down. What followed can only be described as moderately explosive. My God, I was feeling like this was a new low for me. Shitting in a dodgy train station car park on a Sunday morning. Although with this being a particularly rough town, I thought to myself, I'm probably not the first person to do this in the car park, and I definitely won't be the last. You can take solace in that. But little did I know, things were about to get a lot worse. After finishing and cleaning myself up, my IBS buddies know that we will always carry an emergency loo roll with us just in case. What's a loo roll? Toilet paper. Uh. I got back to my car, relieved that I got away without anyone seeing me. By this point, I had missed my train, so I pulled away to drive to another station to get a faster train. As I reversed out, I realized I had made a terrible mistake. What? Whilst I had indeed correctly identified the car park as devoid of people and the cars were unoccupied, in my haste to relieve myself, I had no thought to check the make and model of the car parked next to me. Oh, it's a Tesla. It was a Tesla Model S. Bro, I called it. Oh, God. For those of you who own Teslas or sim for Elon Musk will know where this is going. But for the normal people among us, let me explain the true horrific realization that dawned upon me. Tesla Model S has this wonderful little feature called sensory mode. When someone gets close or touches your Tesla, it will automatically start recording from several external high definition wide angle cameras with audio to boot. Oh, geez. So you're going to get the explosion in there. Too. Now it saves this footage and it sends it to the owner's Tesla app with an alert that someone is tampering with the car. So some poor mother effer has been woken up on 8.30 a.m. at this Sunday morning to receive an alert that their precious Tesla is being tampered with. They will have opened the app to find the footage of my pale wobbly ass descending next to their car, followed by explosive dookie with some monstrous farts and many expletives being groaned. F you, Elon Musk. F you. I'm now panicking, fully expecting a knock on my door from the police or worse, 
for this footage to wind up on some dodgy scat website with the Tesla owner raking in the royalties. Do you think, do you really think you're getting royalties from this footage? Is there a whole subgattery of people that are watching other people's sh I feel like everyone kind of has a story like this where they did not have a bathroom and had to take emergency yep. procedures. I would love to know everyone's like emergency bathroom tales and woes. I was surfing in Mexico and okay. and then I I was in like a super remote beach in like San Jose del Cabo. So right. instead of going back all the way in where I would have to fight the waves, I decided to go all the way out and then did a little dookie. But the thing that I didn't realize is like maybe because of the salt water and stuff, the dookie rises. It doesn't sink to the bottom. And so that thing started rising up and then the current started pushing it towards me. It was trying to catch a wave, and so bro. I'm running away and then a big set comes and is like carrying and having the turd surf oh. towards me. And so I had to duck under cover. And luckily, I don't think I got hit by my own turd, but I've learned my lesson. Don't poop in the ocean. You know, even those turds float. Sam is such a great surfer. Even his turds are just like absolute Trying pros, just shredding the gnar. Shred some gnar, yeah. yeah. Um, but if you have something that can outgross that, ladies and gentlemen, please go Put for it, it in the comments. And uh, let's get into something a little cleaner. <laughs> I refuse to tell my wife about my $4 million fortune. I don't care if she's drowning in student debt. Am I the a-hole? Why give people money when I can keep it for myself? It's called capitalism. Let the poor people stay poor. What do they do to deserve this money? Exactly. So they should get no money in return. Exactly. So after taxes, my winnings came just shy of $4 million. I paid off all my debts, hired an accountant, fixed some things on my truck, and put most of it in savings. I kept my job, didn't move, and kept my effing mouth shut. My brother is a meth head. My sister is a spiteful whore and my mom still blames everything on my dad who died 10 years ago so I didn't want them scrambling to pretend to give a shit about me for cash. What a beautiful family. Yeah. It sounds like you guys are really tight. Yeah. I've been dating a girl for about three years and recently asked her to marry me. She said yes. I bought a modest ring just over what people would expect given my known employment. This weekend I'm going to lay everything out for her so I can truly know she's in it for me and not the money. It's going to be liberating to be able to buy what I want and take care of my friends totally worth the wait and there is an update so basically he's gonna marry her and like tell her everything but like he's gonna spend all this money now after he tells his wife to be if you're able to still hide it why not just do that before I guess he's just like now I have a wife I can spend it with her and just completely get rid of my family maybe he's just like planning on going no contact with his family maybe that makes sense okay so here's the update I received a lot of feedback on my post and several people expressed interest in the outcomes of revealing my finances to my new fiance after keeping her in the dark for so long. People who want to catch up can read my original post. So my plan was a relaxing evening. On the odd weekend, we both managed to be free from work or other plans. We went to an early dinner at one of our favorite Italian places, an inexpensive little diner nearby with great appetizers. Ooh. And then finally went to see Star Wars. After the movie, we grabbed some beer and wine for the evening and went home to relax. So it sounds like a nice little yeah, it's very cute. evening with a girlfriend. Skip the weekly small talk about work, friends, and the accompanying few drinks in. And I told her I wanted to be open about everything with each other leading up to the marriage. She got kind of quiet and a little guarded and said, well, yeah, so do I. Pausing with the look people get when they want you to keep talking. Oh, keep talking, big daddy-o. I told her we were 
were never truly going to have to worry about money, that she could do whatever she wanted with her job or stay at home or change careers, anything, because I had north of $3 million in the bank. God damn. Her response was the slow, what are you talking about? Kind of thing. I got up and pulled a financial statement I'd printed out and stashed in the coffee table drawer, handed it to her and told her I'd won it all a couple of years before we met. He was ready with the receipts. She started crying, like sobbing uncontrollably, crying and looked terrified. I got really worried and started explaining I kept it hidden because I didn't want my shitbag family hunting me down, that I didn't want people around me to change or to lose friends. Then she started apologizing, saying she should have told me before I proposed, that she has about $40,000 in student loan and credit card debt and thought that was going to break the engagement. She thought I was so financially responsible that there was no way I'd take on that debt because she never told me about it. It's why she's been so open to a prenup in the vague conversations we had about it before, why she never brought up or talked about money. So after a long, long conversation about openness and trust, even mentioned some of you cynical bastards opinions, we hashed out some ideas on what we would agree on for the prenup in regards to premarital debt assets and all of that. I'm going to pay off her debt after we're married so the tax issue is less of a concern and all of my winnings will remain mine should we divorce. However, interest and dividends will be marital assets. So any like appreciation on the money they'll share. Oh, interesting. Okay. All told, I'm very pleased with how things played out and we're in a great place for it. We're working with an attorney and my accountant this week and I'll be putting my two weeks notice in at work. She wants to keep her job but will request some time off so we can take a vacation and settle in to actually enjoying some money. I talk with friends about paying off his house and all that. He very firmly refused anything for himself but was very grateful for the offer to set up his daughter's college fund. I'm going to keep leaning on him though. I think he'll come around to accepting some repayment of the kindness he showed me. Maybe a vacation at the very least. That's all folks. I'll check in from time to time. If you guys have questions, happy Monday. Wow. This I feel like was a story that could have gone really wrong. Like it, someone turns into a monster the yeah. minute they find out they have money and try to siphon it away. They kind of both did the same bad thing to each other, but in reverse. Like he didn't tell her that he had a bunch of money and she didn't tell him that she had a bunch of debt. Yeah. That but is I so guess funny. They kind of like they're perfect for each other. Yeah, it worked out. And like, I'm glad that they like, it seems like a pretty level headed, reasonable situation. And it's like probably stay together, her fingers crossed. And then OP has all her debt wiped out and probably still enjoys the spoils of that money anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like a very win win situation. Yeah. It sounds like uh, all is well that ends well. Like I'm, I'm happy that it all panned out. I just hope that they're both honest with each other at this point forward. Totally. I would love to know for all of our OKOP married people out there. Do you have a prenup or yes. do you have any prenup stories? And what is in your prenup? Yes. What is in your prenup? Let us know. Put the contract in the comments. My ex-husband just got cancer and now he wants to move in. I don't think I should let him. Am I the a-hole? For most of our marriage, my husband, 39 male and I, 37 female, had a very happy relationship. We had good jobs, decent money, two kids, and we loved each other. Oh, we're, we're getting set up for a failure right here. But then he got diagnosed with a rare form of cancer and we went through years of painful treatments and recovery together. We moved to a small house to be close to the research center where he underwent treatment. His parents paid half of the down payment on the house. The other half was from our savings and investments. In the divorce, he gave me the house and took all of his medical debt. 
Wow. Dang. We've been divorced a year, but now his cancer came back and he needs treatment again at the same research hospital. He wants to stay in what is now my house while undergoing treatment and his parents expect me to house him and look after him because he was generous in letting me having the house without taking his rightful share from the equity. He he was he was very generous when we were married and he was undergoing treatment. It was new stuff that was expensive and also very physically draining on him. We were both lucky that our jobs were supportive and flexible, but his health issue, little kids and expenses, we had to downgrade our lifestyle a lot. That plus the physical changes to his body made him very depressed. Yeah, I can imagine. Whenever he felt a bit better, he'd go stay in his hometown. It's a small town where most of his family and a lot of his childhood friends live. I was doing all the caretaking of him while also dealing with insurance complications. I was also managing the kids, the entire household, and my full-time job. That is a lot of stress on a marriage. We had help from friends and neighbors, but it was very hard. I wasn't happy about him spending his healthy days away from us, but it was good for his mental health, so I didn't feel like I could object. Eventually, his cancer got better, and during during his long trips for treatments, he had reconnected. Oh no. Oh fuck. With his high school girlfriend. Yikes. That first love is a drug, bro. <sighs> one one that heals more than one thing. A couple of years ago, he had admitted to me that he was sleeping with her and I filed for divorce. There are other aspects around the cheating that left me very heartbroken and feeling betrayed. More? They do anal. <laughs> His giving me the house and taking all of the debt was a apology of sorts. Years later, flash forward to today and his cancer is back and so is he. He wants to move back in with me, his ex-wife, who he cheated on. His parents feel that I owe him for getting the house and I should let him stay there for two to three months to be near his treatment at the facility. I do want him to be well and I don't want my kids to lose a loving father, but I can't deal with having him around me, especially not if I end up being his nurse and caretaker again. I am still very bitter about how our marriage ended. A lot of people close to me are telling me that I should support him for the sake of my kids. Would I be that? If I say I can't do that now, there is an update, but is OP the a-hole in this moment if she says no? This is tricky. I kind of think of it like if they didn't have kids, then I think she would be like, like, like there would be no fullness in saying like, no, it's going to be harder for him to see his kids if he has cancer and is also like in some separate thing. And like this, is, it could be the last time he or some of the last time that he gets to spend with his kids. What do you think, y'all? Put your answers yeah. in the comments. Give us there a is an update, breaker. right? There's yeah. an update. So I swallowed a lot of bile to talk to him about why he was doing this. We had a pretty long and detailed discussion. The bottom line is that he's broke. He still has a decent job, but his credit is ruined and he has a lot of debt and he stupidly got the cheapest insurance that barely covers anything. Fiance is no help either. She's worse off financially. So he needs a place to stay and he can't afford this otherwise. His parents Parents are funding some of the medical payments and are already stretched. He was financially all right when we broke up. I have no idea what happened in such a short time. Anyway, X and his girlfriend moved into my daughter's room. Oh, so OP ended up doing it. She let him. My daughter happily gave it up to her dad and is sharing her little brother's room. Both kids are over the moon happy to have their dad in their home. My daughter keeps checking on him every few minutes to make sure he's still okay. Mother-in-law traumatized my kid. I will never forget that woman for this. 
That's a, that's a story for another time, I, I guess. guess so. <laughs> I let the girlfriend move in with him because I was too angry to care about who came to look after him as long as it wasn't me. I don't know how I could bear having her in my home, but it appears to be more misery for her than me, and that strangely makes it more tolerable for me. She is teary-eyed and crying all the time. It's only been three days, but I am so annoyed. I want to shake her and tell her to pull it together. The current treatment plan is for three months. I am counting the days. Wow. <sighs> My goodness. Is she more the a-hole for doing it or not doing it? Uh, probably not. Right? So then on the a-hole meter, that is more on the a-hole side. And then this, like letting him in is more on the angel side. Yeah. Based on the decisions, I think OP is the angel. OP is the angel. Literally, You're right. You're right. Every, at every corner, she chose the right, the the best thing to do. So Absolutely. overall, OP the angel for sure. But I want to know what everyone else thinks. Put your answers in the comments below. Do you think OP would be an asshole for not letting the husband back in? My evil sister removed my girlfriend from being a bridesmaid and then did something even worse. I think I know the perfect revenge, but am I the a-hole? If you know the perfect revenge, maybe it's a revenge that is a-holeless. It is like a taped over sphincter. Or maybe it's like a cheese grater. Still shit can escape, but it's a little bit slower. God. And it might hurt. That's imagery I don't want in my brain, Sam. But I do want this story. So my girlfriend, Naomi, and I have been together for over a decade. My younger sister, Sarah, and my girlfriend have never been super close, but are friendly when we get together. Or I thought they were. Mmm. We got to stop thinking <laughs> and just start doing each other. Bounce go wow, wow. Now, Sarah got married a few days ago. When Sarah announced her engagement to the family, she asked Naomi to be a bridesmaid, which surprised us a little. But Naomi was very excited because she's never gotten to do it before and probably won't have the chance. I want to be clear. There was no suggestion from either of us that Sarah should ask her. It was about two seconds after she told us that she was engaged. She said that she was so grateful to Naomi for the help when she was younger and Naomi was very touched. But a few weeks later, Sarah posts her bridesmaid proposals brunch and Naomi wasn't there. Uh oh. Sarah never said it to either of our faces directly, but clearly she just changed her mind. I just don't feel like it anymore. Clearly. Why would I tell you when I've already decided it? Exactly. Yeah, you should be telepathic. Come on. Be like Professor X. I know what you're thinking. Uh, I'm out of the wedding. Ah, uh, Naomi was hurt, but she understood because she hadn't expected the ask anyways. That would have been fine. But then a few weeks later, Sarah asked Naomi to go to the bachelorette party and also come get ready the day of with her friends and bridesmaids. Same thing. Naomi said yes and even helped her find a good place to go and get a rental. A month and a half before the wedding, I'm talking to my mom on the phone and she mentioned that Sarah's at her bachelorette party. Wait, so Naomi helped find the bachelorette party location and was not invited to the bachelorette party and there's no mention of it to Naomi. That's kind of fun right? It gets deeper. Now I'm kind of pissed because Naomi was clearly very hurt at two invites and then sort of being ghosted. A week before the wedding, Naomi texted Sarah and asked about getting ready for hair and makeup and everything. And Sarah responds acting confused and basically tells her nicely to not get her hair done and just come with me. So she's completely uninviting her from the bridesmaids. From the bridal shower to the bachelorette party to yeah, getting ready with the bridesmaids. Like, I just don't get it. After directly asking her to join three times. Yeah, it's kind of fucked. 
right? I'm really curious what the thought process is. Well, there's only one way to find out. Let's keep reading. Then I was really pissed. Sarah wanted this really expensive baking mixer thing for a long time, and I got it for her as a wedding gift. My mom had ruined the surprise, so she expected it. But after everything with Naomi, I felt like being petty. So I cut her a check instead and returned the mixer. Pettiness level raised. Yeah. A few days after the wedding, Sarah texts me saying, um, I don't know how I ask this, but I'm um, like, what happened to my mixer? Uh, what happened to my girlfriend being part of your party? What happened to you telling her three times to go to something and then doing it without her? Yeah. What happened to you being an asshole? Oh, right. You're still one. Yeah. And I responded, I don't know how to ask, but what happened to treating my girlfriend like a freaking human being? Now my brother and my new brother-in-law and my mom are all texting me saying WTF and that I'm ruining her happy time. Naomi, for her part, says I probably shouldn't have done that, but she feels a little vindicated. Am I the a-hole? Now we have an update. Oh. Well, I mean, all right, just just a quick breakdown before the update. I think OP's a little bit the a-hole because like what he should have done is just say, hey, it's really fucked up what you did. Yeah. Instead of like pulling the petty card. Naomi is the angel. She's just rolling with the punches and just getting shat on. I feel like the other family members need to be like, bro, Sarah, what are you doing? Why are you being such a dick? Just don't invite her. It's so simple. Well, on to the update. So I talked to Sarah and things just got more confusing. <laughs> she said when she asked Naomi to be a bridesmaid, she she met her honorary bridesmaid. Of course. What does the honorary bridesmaid plan everything but not participate in the fun? Yes, I want you to be my honorary bridesmaid. What that means is you're going to plan stuff. You're going to get all the logistics in order and then you're just not going to come to it. It's kind of like a wedding planner, but not paid and not treated well. Exactly. You should know that I'm implying honorary. It's honorary bridesmaid, but like minus the honor and all of the air because there's nothing here. I'm not doing anything for you. <laughs> She then said for the bachelorette party, Naomi had told her she works most weekends, so she didn't think that Naomi would be able to attend and was just helping her to plan it. Naomi said that she told Sarah to give her the dates so she could take those dates off. Sarah, fuck you. Naomi is a very non-confrontational person and had asked me not to bring up the bridesmaid or the bachelorette things because she didn't want to feel like she was pushing in at the time, which is why I didn't. The makeup thing, my sister said that Naomi had told her she would do her own hair so she didn't see a reason for her to come get ready with them. But you told her to join! So what is she to expect? What does it mean to be an honorary bridesmaid? Hey Sam, um, so I would like you to be the best man at my wedding so you're just gonna pay and plan for like the whole bachelor party and everything. You're not gonna go. You're actually not going to the wedding because you're the honorary best man. Oh, oh right. okay. You do all of the work and get nothing. It's so honorary. Um, you. Exactly. Now we're talking. <laughs> and my sister Sarah is still pissed at me and says I ruined her honeymoon period. She's not on a trip. And some other crappy stuff. So I just hung up on her. Click. She also said that not giving the mixer was rude to her and her husband, which is hilarious because my brother-in-law probably couldn't even figure out how to turn on the oven without neon flashing lights. Thanks for all the comments. I've never seen that many people on any Reddit post I've ever made in my life. Wow. Well, I think I think we can all agree that Sarah is an a**.
asshole, but I just want to like, has anyone ever done an honorary bridesmaid or groomsman? Like it's bullshit. Let us know if you've ever heard of that ever. And also what is your biggest wedding drama? Cause there's a lot of drama that happens when you're planning for weddings, when you're involved in the planning. So I want your wedding drama stories instantly. Drop that T down there. Um, yeah. OP's not the a-hole. Naomi's not the a-hole. Well, I guess maybe a little bit of the a-hole for the way he reacted. Naomi or OP? OP. Well, OP, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe a little bit, but Sarah, the biggest a-hole ever. My annoying brother keeps pranking me for YouTube content. I want him to stop. So I'm going to use copyright law to destroy him. Am I the a-hole? Now that is a genius move. Destroy the creator with the law. Ah, I know. I mean, hey, you can get copyright strikes against anyone these days. Anyone? Except us. Hello, I, 16 female, have an older brother, 19 male, who's one of those prank YouTubers and TikTokers. He's been doing this kind of content since 2017, first on YouTube, then expanding to TikTok for short form around 2020. He's decently popular with children and makes some pretty good money from it. I want to know what it is. I really want to know who it is. I want to know. I want to know so bad. It's annoying for me and I hate it. As his little sister, I'm constantly having a camera shoved in my face when I'm busy. He's pranked me by pretending to delete my school projects off my laptop, throwing out my homework, study material, and once fabricated a fake report card that he gave to my tech illiterate parents, which got me grounded for a month even after I proved that my grades are good because they never go back on their punishments. Oh my God. Wow. Even when the punishments are made under false pretenses? Hello? Bro, what kind of parents are you? Seriously. He has also come to my work to surprise me and prank me, which has gotten me in trouble with my manager. And so they moved me to working in the back and not up front with customers because he'd come in so much. Literally ruined her job. With my money, I recently bought a Bluetooth speaker. And whenever I see him with his stupid camera, I blast whatever Disney music I can. Let it go. We don't talk about Bruno. Anything I can because Disney is vicious with copyright and footage is useless. It's like kryptonite for creators. No, not Ah. Disney music. He's tried talking to me about it before, usually on camera, to work out our issue, which means stopping so that he can go back to making money off pranking me. Because I'm apparently very popular with his audience, he's been slowly losing views and followers, which he's blaming me and my speaker for. My parents are taking his side as he's providing for us and he's the golden child. So Reddit, am I the a-hole? Is there an update? There is an update, but what do you think? Is OP the a-hole? by playing Disney music to fend off her prankster brother. Not at all. Listen, I love content. I make content for a living, but these prankster people, like there is a pranker who literally convinced his wife that he was addicted to Coke and she was literally like leaving with the children and it was like because of their history and stuff. And he's like, oh no, I'm just kidding. It was a prank, babe. And I was like, I hate it. I hate the prank stuff, not the a-hole. I didn't expect my post to blow up like it did, but I thought everyone would want to know I'm now safe. First, those who thought my brother would try and destroy my speaker were right. He destroyed multiple, but I kept buying more as they were cheap and I have a lot of money saved up for when I eventually move out. I also told my best friend's mom everything. Before all this, she knew that my brother made content online, which is why I always go to my friend's house and not the other way around. I practically live there anyway, so she very quickly agreed that I can stay in I turn 18. Wow. Which is like, it kind of sucks because this dude is kind of ruining his relationships. 
That's insane. It's too much. While packing my stuff, I started participating in pranks again to keep my brother and parents happy so they wouldn't be suspicious. I kept telling my brother about an epic prank I was planning, and a few clips of me talking about it in videos got fans really hyped for it. The prank was me taking the last of the stuff that was still in my room and using a lot of printer paper and tape to write notes all over my walls, bed, desk, everywhere that said things along the lines of, have fun without me, I'm not coming back, I hate your pranks and other comments. I doubt he'll post the video, but I like to imagine he turned purple seeing it all. I'm currently at my best friend's house and we were working things out legally so that I can stay without my parents claiming I was kidnapped or anything. I'm also considering getting a restraining order against my brother and I'm looking for a new job, hopefully with better pay so he can't try to see me while I'm at work. I still won't be making any social media or exposing my brother. He can lose his fans on his own without my help and I can stay anonymous and out of the public eye. This is the dark side of like this, these whole like prankster YouTuber. I yeah, mean, that's the thing is yeah. like, you know, you can go and just like, you know, rob someone and get like a million views or whatever, right? You, yeah. can, you can take something so crazy, but what's the cost? What's the cost? So I would say brother, definitely the a-hole. Yes. Uh, and the sister, not the a-hole because he's done so many, he's done so many pranks up to this point that it's like, that's nothing what she yeah. did. Hopefully he's, he's changed a bit, but you never change Yeah, because we love but, you. But hey, we would love to hear uh, who are your favorite YouTubers besides us. Yes. Or actually, maybe include us. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you think of prank YouTubers? Put your answers in the comments. Let us we'll know. I'm just forcing my wife to miss a funeral because I want a day off. I don't think it's too much to ask. Am I the a-hole? Just reschedule the funeral. Just take the funeral and move it somewhere else. All right. The edit at the beginning is a beautiful start to the story. If you're going to comment saying she's sleeping with her boss, move on. Out of context, we don't know what that means, but we're about to find out. But we love. So, my wife and I have two children, a four-year-old and a six-year-old. Our six-year-old is on the autism spectrum. It goes without saying that this is a very stressful position and neither of us get very much a break from this. My wife is a stay-at-home mom and I have a full-time job, okay? We got the lay of the land. It's set. As happy as our children make us, I don't think it's selfish for us to both desire breaks. We get them every here or there, but we made a deal to have two guaranteed breaks in a year, our birthdays and mother's slash father's day. Of course we get other breaks. I'm not locking my wife in the house aside from those two days a year. I cannot believe I have to clarify this. These holidays and birthdays are supposed to be guaranteed off. Other random weekends that one of us decides to take on the brunt of childcare just happen randomly. Okay. So on those days, the one parent takes the brunt of the burden so the other can get a day to relax. Since our youngest was about two, we have practiced this. I have never failed to give my wife the day off she deserved. I'll schedule her a spa day or something she really wants to do and get her out of the house so she can relax while I'm on daddy duty. That's nice. I like that. Good setup. Then when she gets back, our kids give her cards and gifts and we get a meal from her favorite place after they go to bed. My wife has been less consistent and doesn't really do as much as I do for her. The last year, she really hasn't done anything. Ooh, shots have been fired over here. Bang, 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 bang. I typically try not to hold it against her as it is undoubtedly hard, but it does feel kind of unfair. This Father's Day, I planned something for myself and she made no indication of doing something for me. I warned her a week in advance and she said it was okay. This was until three days ago. My wife's old boss's dad passed away. Wife's old boss's dad. She was invited to the funeral by the boss and she chose to attend the funeral, which was two hours away. Your old boss's 
dad's funeral? <laughs> I now understand the edit at the beginning of the story. As a result, I had to cancel all of my plans and take care of the kid. She was supposed to be home at around five in the evening, but didn't arrive until 10 p.m. Yikes. The kids were already asleep and my wife neglected to help them get even a Father's Day card for me. Oh, <laughs> dang. We got into a huge argument when she got back. I told her that I felt like she really dropped the ball on this and didn't give me a break like I usually do for her. She told me she's home with the kids all day, about every day, and I only have to help out after work. And as far as she's concerned, I regularly get a break and she doesn't. I told her working isn't a break and that I was really looking forward to today. She said someone died and I was being completely selfish to make it about me. I said it was someone she didn't know who is a parent of someone she hasn't seen in over a year. And I don't think I was being selfish and asking her to prioritize my needs as a gesture like I do hers. She's been pissed at me since then, and we are not talking. Am I the a-hole? She was hooking up with your her old boss. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. This the there's so many things. I have, I have so many questions. There is an edit. Oh, okay. There is an okay, edit. All right. Do you want to, do you want to hear? My it? curiosity is peaked. I, I want. I want to okay. hear what's going on. My wife is not sleeping with her boss. Oh. Her boss is a married gay man. We attended his wedding to another man. The people jumping to the conclusion that my wife is cheating on me are being ridiculous and drawing a backstory on one glimpse of my life. This is one situation I'm asking for judgment. You don't know the inner workings of my marriage. And I doubt any of you who assume women going out for longer than expected means she's cheating will ever have a marriage of your own. But what the fuck? She's going to a thing that she doesn't even know. She doesn't even know this old man. It's also his special day. Like That's they agree the two thing. days a week or two days a year, Father's Day and birthday. It sounds like he's kind of putting in the work and she's yeah. like not really, not really bringing it to the, yeah. to the days off. Yeah. So. I mean, I think they both have their kind of like areas of expertise. Like he's working to provide money yeah, for the family yeah. and she's working to take care of the kids. And so it's like, I don't think it's fair for her to be like, you know, you're not, you're here with the kids. You, 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 you get breaks by working. Yeah. It's like, bro, work, work is not a break. I think this, this boss's dad's <laughs> funeral is kind of ridiculous. I mean, I, I want to know what everyone else thinks. Put your answers in the comments. Is this an a-hole move by OP? Is OP not the a-hole? Is his wife the a-hole? Is the boss the a-hole for inviting these people to his dad's funeral that they don't even know? I tried to impersonate Mary Poppins and paid the ultimate price. Now, I am bedridden for my ignorance. Never try to be Mary Poppins. This happened to me last night around 1 a.m., but it is still effing me up today and for the foreseeable future. After a long day of studying from 5 to 10 p.m. for my final this morning, I needed a break. I was overworked and needed some fresh air. I'm just the type of guy to study nonstop for a long time other than a stretch every hour. But once I was finished studying, I drove to my girlfriend's house to visit her for a bit as I hadn't seen her for a while. We relaxed for a bit and I asked if she wanted to go for a drive as the rainy weather is a vibe, even though it was literally pouring. I love driving in the rain. Like 20 to 36 centimeters of rain. I have no idea how long that is, how much that is. Be American. Come on, imperial system only. So I said, sure, not realizing that this would be a terrible idea. So we went outside and it was a nice night. It was warmer than you expect for weather in Canada. Now, whenever I'm with my girlfriend, she does bring out the best in me. That's cute. Oh. But she also brings out the dumbass in me. Ooh. <laughs> so I had the wonderful idea of yelling, look at me, I'm Mary Poppins. 
while jumping with an umbrella I was holding. I don't know why. It's just how I am whenever I'm with her. Either way, <laughs> it was a dumb decision as I landed on my right ankle at about a 90 degree angle. <sighs> Fell to the ground immediately and landed on my umbrella, breaking it under the force of my six foot, 210 pound self. That sounds like it hurts. Now in the past, I really messed up my right ankle, either with sports or various other dumb activities to the point where it's gotten very close to tearing slash spraining some outer muscles ligaments Ooh. and was unable to walk for like two to three weeks. Ooh. It happened in my mid-teens, so you would expect the muscles to be healed by now as I'm 20 years old. But as soon as my ankle touched the pavement at that angle, it brought all the pain back. Oh, God. Which oh. I, uh, I rolled my ankle like really bad at a rave yeah. a while ago. Still gives me problems. Oh, I like was doing a flip on the snowboard and I put my Classic. arm out and it like yoinked it and it's I still and I still get have pain in it every once in a while fast forward 20 minutes and there I am sitting in the car doing a sharp inhale that most people do when there are a lot of pain while cursing at myself trying to act like Mary Poppins no one can even match her powers my girlfriend laughingly asks if I still want to go on a drive and as a tear rolls down my face I say sure after I drive I head home to compress ice and elevate my ankle why is he driving then went to sleep why doesn't she drive maybe she drove okay maybe why wow, are you just, just assuming like, the man drives, John? Uh, yes. I don't know. I just, I think you're sexist. I think you're right. <laughs> just kidding. Then I went to sleep. It's now today and I wake up literally with the biggest swollen ankle ever. It's like my ankle swallowed an entire tennis ball. On the side, there was a huge purple bruise, which is not good. And I felt immense pain just walking to the bathroom. Either way, though, I had a final to write this morning and needed a way to walk. I had no clue where my crutches or cane were, so I had to use a softball bat to walk around the house. Luckily enough, I had a friend who let me borrow their crutches for the week to trade for the softball bat. After driving to the university and doing my final, which I think I did pretty good on, I drove a friend home and I got pizza for my girlfriend and to celebrate finishing my spring class. I opened up the compression wrap I had since this morning and two tennis balls have been put on my ankle. I really don't know how to describe how bad my ankle looked other than to imagine Count Von Count was a severe peanut allergy, but based locally in my ankle. It was that purple and swollen. His ankle has boobies. This show was sponsored by your sweet, sexy ass. If you support our Patreon, you'll get one long, hard, extra bonus episode every week. I'm talking three juicy stories right into those ear holes. You'll get ad-free episodes. I'm talking all of those ads completely <laughs> off. All natural. Not to mention, we'll do it together live in front of a camera. With Assholes Anonymous, you'll get a chance to talk to us directly and maybe be featured on the YouTube channel. Wait a second, not like that. Like, the fans get to share their stories with us and other fans, and we get to talk about it, right? And then we'll moon each other at the end. Oh, God. So if you want all that axe ass, support your boys at patreon.com slash OKOP show. That's patreon.com slash OKOP show. So now, <laughs> here I am in my room, still cursing at myself for trying to be Mary Poppins, I will be calling my doctor tomorrow morning as I need to get my ankle checked out. What really makes me mad is I was expecting to be free from the business of my spring class to be able to go outside, but I am now stuck in my room, probably for the next week, recovering from my Poppins-related injury. Good thing I finished class. You don't try to impersonate the goat. 
Uh, are you kidding me? Like, Bro, if I try to impersonate Simone Biles, I'm getting my happen? neck broken. Done. Speaking of done, trying to impersonate Olivia Dunn, done as well. My son just met his biological father. Now he wants to change his last name. I refuse to let him disrespect me like that. Am I the a-hole? Who raised you? Ooh. Who changed the diapers? All he did Ooh. was knock up your mom. You know what I did? What? I I I, I raised you. That Ooh. yeah. Let me start by saying my son, Adam, is 22 years old. Okay. Back when my ex-wife Tori and I were trying for kids, we found out that I was infertile. We decided we'd adopt. And then about four months later, my ex-wife is pregnant. I was thrilled because I thought maybe the doctor made a mistake. No, I was wrong. My ex-wife cheated on me and I didn't find out until 20 years later. Oh, oh no. My ex-wife Tori told me two years ago that she cheated on me and we did a paternity test to make sure and well... He's not my biological son. Oh, oh. Bro, at that point, just die with your secret. After revealing she cheated on me, my ex and I divorced a few weeks later. Sheesh. That's rough. That is rough. Ever since my son found out the truth, he wanted to meet his biological father. Damn. Yikes. I mean, yeah, no, that's, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You kind of want to right? meet him. Yeah. He did, and they started to become really close. It hurt me much more than I thought it would. He's an adult, and he can make his own decisions, but it hurt really bad. They started to bond, and all of a sudden, Adam became really distant to me. It's been like this for almost a year and a half. I try to text him to make plans for dinner, and he says he's busy with Chris. The biological Chris. father. Yeah, that guy. I tried numerous times to connect with him by calling and texting, but he never made plans aside from like a meal every other month. We used to do stuff together every week, but it's been completely different since he found out about Chris. I couldn't stand it. My son, who I raised since he was a baby, treated me like I didn't matter. Ugh. <sighs> Anytime we'd actually have plans, he would still be cold and distant. Ugh. What I mean by that is he became much more defensive of his personal life. I'd ask him how his classes or his friends were, and he'd just say, fine, but never go deeper than that. Dang. He also changed his major from econ to computer science and didn't even mention it to me until a year later. Fuck. Man, he's just drifting hard. So I told him how much he was hurting me because of how distant he was, and he apologized and he said he'd do better. He never did. Uh. I told him numerous times and he never changed. He was still distant. What was the final straw for me was a phone conversation I had with him last week. He said he was going to change his last name to Chris's oh. because he liked it so much and because they were close. Oh, God. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I told him, I can't believe that you're going to do this. That's really disappointing to me. If you decide to change your last name, go ahead. But if you do, then I'm no longer your father and I don't want to be involved in your life. Damn. Oh, man. Just back and forth. Like I think that is a bad decision on the father's part. Yeah, I think you're right. I understand it. I understand he's hurt, but like, yeah. you know straw that broke the camel's back and just like that gut reaction it's, yeah yeah it's, it's, it's a tough situation but i don't think he should have done that no i i agree i agree he hung up on me and i didn't even bother reaching out because i knew he wouldn't respond i stand by what i said oh. i meant every word and still do oh. the last name change to me means he no longer views me as his father and views chris as his despite the fact that he's 22 oh. my family told me i'm being unreasonable meanwhile my best friend thinks it's reasonable i was told to post it here so reddit am i being the a-hole please tell me there's an update yes there's there's some edits there's some additional info we got we got okay. 
definitely a decent amount of more meat to go through. But I think this kid is just he's just figuring himself out. Yeah, he's very confused. So is OP. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you raise this kid. He's always going to be your kid. I agree. He's always, I you know, regardless, regardless of the biology, he's always going to be your kid. All right. Well, let's hear what this update is. Let's get into it. Something to add. After I found out about Chris, I took a couple of days and didn't speak to my ex-wife or Adam. They didn't contact me. I didn't contact them. I just needed a break. Edit two. A lot of you have been asking for the deeper meaning behind this, and I think I finally figured out why he's being so cold. A few months before my wife told us the truth, we were in a very long argument. His grandma, my mother, left a big inheritance for him that I am fully in charge of, enough to pay for college and have enough wiggle room to not stress all the time about it. After a semester of university, he started dating this girl, and he was head over heels in love with her. I never met the girl, so I have zero clue how she felt about the relationship. Suddenly, after after a few months of dating, Adam asked me for about three grand to be deposited into his account from the inheritance. I already paid for the semester, so this was odd to me. I asked Adam why he needed the money. He said his girlfriend was having trouble paying for her tuition and had asked my son to help. Ooh, yeah, that Yikes. is very sticky. Dicey territory, kid. I told him no because it seemed to me that she was treating him like a piggy bank. He spent over 1000 on her in just under a few months. He would constantly talk about how he loved going shopping with her so he could buy her things. To me, she was just after my son's inheritance, and I was right. What I said to him was basically this. Adam, you haven't been dating this girl for very long at all. And for me to give you that much money just to spend on her after a few months doesn't sit well with me. That's the money your grandmother left for you for your college career, not hers. If you two were more serious, then I would think about it. But I'm not giving you that much money just to give your girlfriend, which is a completely reasonable thing to say. Turns out my guess was right. And she was after his money. They broke up shortly after and have had an on again, off again relationship ever since. He was upset with me, but he eventually got over it after a few months. Then we found out about my ex's affair. I don't know if that's the reason he's so cold. That was a huge argument that went on for weeks until she left him. Mm. Okay, so now I feel like we have as much of the story probably as we can get, get, I guess. Um, so what should the father do? What should, what should the father do? do? That is the question. I mean, I think we kind of uh, I don't I don't think the new information has changed anything for mm -hmm. me. I think the OP was right not to give the kid 3k just randomly yeah. I, I think the kid changing his last name is like an act of rebellion or an act of like trying to get close to his biological father yeah and i don't think op should you know stop that either because again that's only going to create more resentment yeah the best way to go forward again is like what we said just like say you're going to be there you're his dad even though they're not biologically related he raised them and you know, just be there for your kid when he needs it. Yeah, it's really. I mean, it sounds like this kid is trying to maybe impress the, you know, the new dad. Yeah. And yeah, I think I think both of them honestly need probably a lot of time to wrap their yeah. heads around it, I would say. And hopefully, hopefully the sun comes back eventually. Yeah. We love your stories. If you have any illegitimate children stories, please put them in the comments. We love to hear it. And we'll see you soon. Thank you. That was a whole story in itself right there. It was. This podcast isn't rated five stars. Well, it's your own damn fault. You got two thumbs and a brain, don't you? What do you think? Stars grow on trees? They don't. So go to OKOP's profile page on Spotify, click about, then rate five stars. Or wherever you get your podcasts.